0: Welcome to Cars Yeah! Show number 775.
1: You know what? That would be for my mother. She uh, told me, be a role model for women, help them buy, sell, and stand up for themselves, and most important, practice what you
0: preach. This is Cars Yeah! Where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah! Hello automotive enthusiasts! I am revved up and so excited to introduce today's very special guest, Kathy Droz. Hey Kathy, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? And more importantly, do you have your red high heels on?
1: Oh, you know what? Both. I'm ready to go and I do have those red high heels on.
0: I'm impressed because we're doing this interview rather early in the morning. We were joking in our pre-show chat about having a cup of coffee together, even though we're in different cities today. So, uh, so, <laughs> so nice to have you here. Thank you. You're welcome. Kathy Drose has spent over 40 years in the automotive industry, focusing on the fair treatment of women in sales and customer service. She's a recognized automotive journalist, radio personality, a marketing specialist, author, and sought-after speaker in the areas of customer service and women's empowerment. She's test-driven over 500 vehicles, giving her insight and knowledge on virtually every make and model on the market. She's the founder of HER Certified, H-E-R Certified, creating a woman-focused program for dealerships and manufacturers. Her book, A Woman's Guide to Buying a Car, is a go-to for women and helps pave the way to getting what you really want, with some fun and respect thrown in for good measure. Kathy's trademark red high heels that I mentioned earlier are a symbol of fairness and self-confidence. And don't let those high heels fool you. Kathy is here to help. So, Kathy, I've told our listeners just a little bit about you. Would you take a brief moment to share a little more about your career and your passion for automobiles and helping women?
1: Well, sure. And Mark, thank you. I, can I hire you to, uh, introduce me? Absolutely. I, or, <laughs> you, I sounded really good. It would
0: be an honor. Well, you are really good, Kathy. So, uh, it was easy for me. No problem.
1: <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Mark, I think you have summed up a career, but, uh, prior to all of my, uh, work experience or my passion, I started an ad agency. That focused on automotive, and that was a very interesting start for me because I had no background in advertising or marketing. I was a secretary in New York City for for years. I, I did not have a college education, so I had uh, tried not to limit myself. I learned a lot working starting at age 17, learned a lot about the, the workplace, and that's where I started working with all men. And I think that is what really got me going And feeling comfortable in automotive. So, starting that ad agency and writing commercials, producing them, and starting to work with uh, men in particular that own these auto uh, dealerships, that kind of got me going into the career I have now. But I stay at home mom for 12 years, very proud of that. And um, my focus was always on customer service, whether it was in my volunteer jobs or in business. And, my, you know, my theory has always been it needs to be a win-win situation for for everyone involved.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, I understand the concept of it being a challenge sometimes for women going in to purchase cars and so forth. My mother is by herself, and she not too long ago bought a car, and it was a very intimidating experience for her. She just... Didn't feel right. Always wondered if she was being taken advantage of. And so uh in the the recent purchase of her car, I'd given her a copy of your book to read. And she found it really, really helpful in uh, going through that process and having more confidence. So thanks for helping mom out there. I really appreciate it. Wow.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Good. No, and I think that's what it's all about, Mark, is the fact that if you go in prepared, like anything Mm -hmm. i mean that's where confidence comes from yes i think that's what really inspired me was the fact that women coming to me all these years saying i don't know how you can work in the auto industry it's it's not for women they don't treat women properly or they would say how can you buy a car aren't they ripping you off and i kept thinking i never really had a problem buying a vehicle and why was that and that's part of the reason for writing the book too i kept thinking how am i different right you know I'm, i'm shy gal, uh, you know, how am I any different than anybody else? Yeah. So when I realized it was just my research, and knowing what I was talking about, and asking a lot of questions. And and that's why, you know, I was hoping I put together a book that was helpful to
0: both men and women. Oh, absolutely. My daughter's got a copy too. So there you go. Good. good, good <laughs> yeah. Good. <laughs> well, as we continue on your journey, I always like to start by asking my guests for a success quarter, a mantra, something that has great meaning for you. And it's a Nice way to get those inspirational tires turning here on Cars, yeah, or those red high heels walking here on Cars, yeah. So, Kathy, take the wheel.
1: Well, I can say that I have grown up with, and this is something my parents passed down to me, two things. The glass is always half full, Mm. not empty. Yes. And the other one is treat people the way you want to be treated, and that is very much how I look at customer service.
0: Yeah, the golden rule. It works all the time. Yes.
1: And I want to be treated very nicely, I might add. So, (laughs) (laughs)
0: therefore. (laughs) There you go. Now, two great ways to go through life and what makes it more special is those are traits handed down by your parents, which are uh, oh so valuable to all of us for sure. Would you share a story with me and with our listeners that instigated your passion for cars? Is there a pivotal moment when you look back in your life when you realize that you were a car gal?
1: Very interesting. My brother is actually the car person in the family. My father would take me with him to buy cars, but he was a salesman, a negotiator. He taught me this whole reason I wrote the book. My brother was actually to fix a car, paint the car. So I would hang out with my brother, 10 years older than me, and I would hang out in the garage. And this this is the truth. I'd bring my Barbie dolls and (laughs) and so forth out into the garage. And... And then I would, and his friends would come over and they'd be working on the car. So I was exposed to this guy thing. The only thing they couldn't do was curse in front of me. But I was also running in and getting them sandwiches and Coca-Cola. And I would stand there and watch what they would do, how they talked about it. And I saw the camaraderie that was involved in this automotive industry. Hmm. And I knew it was something I wanted. So the combination between the actual physically being involved in it with my brother and listening to my dad talk about sales, negotiating, etc., that was my interest. I could not, I cannot fix the car. I might know the difference between the alternator and the battery being a problem. But other than that, no. But that's really, I think that's really it, the automotive
0: yeah, absolutely. So instead of having Malibu Barbie, you had Mechanic Barbie.
1: I did. And Ken was, and it's so funny because my Barbie doll was always bossing Ken around. <laughs> so that should have told us something in I, the
0: beginning. I think so. Oh, that's funny. Very nice, Kathy. Well, what I want to do now is take a look at some of the roads you've driven down. You've been in the industry for a long time. That means you've been through ups and downs. You've seen the automotive industry change, you've seen the attitude towards women in the industry change. Thank goodness for the better. So would you share with us a huge challenge or even a great failure that you faced along the way? But more importantly, how did that experience help you gain even more momentum in your career and your business?
1: Great question. Mark. I would say that uh, what I had said earlier about being comfortable working with men, and I think part of that is the fact that I started, I was around them so much. Here's a perfect example with my brother. Right. And, and being around these guys, I started to realize how they think and what made the difference, why they treated maybe women differently. They didn't give women the respect to think that they knew anything about cars. Oh, What do they know? Because they based it on the mechanical end. Right. And certainly, like you say, from the 1950s, you know, I'm not 25 years old. From the 50s, Till now, I have seen that as women have had more buying power, which I mention in the book, I mean, you know, women talk about Beyonce, you know, we run the world. We're starting to have so much influence on what is bought and buying it ourselves, making the kind of money where we can go into a dealership and and say, yeah, I want that that Porsche 911. Mm -hmm. And sales are not being shocked anymore. Right. I think for me, The biggest hurdle I had to, well, the biggest hurdle I had was when I had my ad agency inside of an automotive dealership, and I really had to teach the men to treat women respectfully, including myself. So we had something going on where I would say to the men, "When you want to say that you like the way a woman looks, you have to say you look very professional today, Miss Drose." That is how I wanted them to direct everyone. Yeah, And I gave them respect. I wanted it in return. And the same thing I would say to women, give respect. And that is really the biggest challenge was during that period of time where there was a lot of harassment suits going on. I would get involved in the arbitration for this auto group of auto dealers. So I was exposed to so many things, how both sides looked and I realized what was missing. And that is part of my sales training is the psychology, the difference between the man and
0: the woman's brain, quite honestly. Yes, uh, men are from Mars, women are from Venus, most definitely. Absolutely. Yes.
2: Absolutely.
0: (laughs) My wife has been great to teach me some of those lessons throughout the years as well. So I don't think
1: you need any
0: lessons. Oh, well, thank you. You're very kind. Well, let's shift gears and go to the other end of the spectrum. I'd love for you to share what I call a career aha moment. It's a time when those headlights come on and kind of illuminate your way to a new direction, a new path. So tell us what your aha moment was all about.
1: Well, I, okay, maybe this isn't an aha moment, but it was for me. I think that my family and friends are so used to me coming up with what I consider creative ideas or or a different approach to the automotive industry, whether it's the commercials that I wrote that were focused towards women or sales training that I did. But when someone like Alan Mulally and Mario Andretti would listen to my thoughts and say, you're on to something. Great idea! You know you've got something that, to me, was the aha moment because it said you really do. You you really can make a difference, and that that's very important to me. Very important to me.
0: Well, those are some powerful guys you just mentioned there. So if you've got their ears, well, they don't.
1: They don't. I'm not on their speed dial. Let's be honest. Okay.
0: <laughs> well, you should be. That's what I think. Oh, so, right. <laughs> absolutely. Well, how about a proudest career moment? I would assume you've had many because you've had so many accomplishments for such a long time. But is there one that really stands out and has great meaning for you?
1: Well, probably one of my proudest moments was receiving an award. And it was called Amazing Woman Award. And it was presented actually halftime at a Phoenix Suns game. And it was presented by the Phoenix Suns and National Bank of Arizona. And to be very honest with you, the other women, I think, there were 11 through the whole season that received this award. I was surprised. It was not something I even knew I was nominated for. The other women had all been nominated by people they worked with or outside organizations that they volunteered for. But when I found out that it was my daughter who had oh. written this letter to nominate me, that was probably my proudest moment. And not for the award, but Because she thought that highly of me. Yes. And so that was really, I think that was my proudest moment.
0: Oh, man. How special is that? Very, very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. Thank you. Wonderful story and uh, exciting, too, to be uh, in front of all those people in an arena situation. Oh, my gosh.
1: Right. Remember, it was halftime. I didn't have all the people there.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. (laughs) Okay. Well, let's have a little bit of fun. Let's go back in time. I'd love for you to share your first really special car, that car that you finally got. Maybe it was your first car. Maybe it was the car you'd always dreamed of having that you finally got. Share a special memory you have about that vehicle.
1: Oh, oh Mark, that's so cool. I mean, everyone, I think, remembers their first car. Mm-hmm. So when I graduated from high school, I did not go on to college. I went right into the business world, and I needed a vehicle to get to the uh, to the job or to the subway. You know, here I am, a New Yorker. Yep. So. I didn't have any money, so I borrowed from my parents for a 1968 Mustang. Cool. And it was 1969, and it was $4,000. And I remember paying my parents off $80 per week until I paid off that $4,000.
2: There you go. I
1: love that car. I did eventually sell it to my brother-in-law, so I'm not sure if it's still around, but you know, who doesn't love a Mustang? But I think the best part was... On my wedding day, I had a check from my parents for $4,000, and they said, this is a reward for never missing a payment or a day of work. Oh, so they gave me back the money that I had borrowed from them. Oh and wow so it you know so it was more than just having that great Mustang. I was pretty cool right out of high school to have. But, oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah that's that's probably it. That oh
0: is. yeah, cool Mustang and, and what a nice uh, a nice kind of thing for your parents to do to loan you the money and then have you pay it back so you learn some discipline about paying back money and so forth. That's right. very, very nice. Well, how about a car that you've owned to let go that old seller's remorse tear in the eye? Is there a car that you wish you had back?
1: I do. You know, that that's funny. So I nineteen seventy six, my husband and I bought an M G. It was eggplant at the time. That was the color of it. You know, purple you might call it, right. but uh-huh. you know, the color of eggplant it was beautiful. It's a convertible and we had just bought our, our first home, this tiny little bungalow in Long Island. And I was so excited. I, I get this car and I, I even in the winter I had the top down. I was so excited. <laughs> And I didn't have it for very long because I got pregnant. And um, the rule was once the belly hit the steering steering wheel, wheel, (laughs) had to go. Yeah. But I actually a year later sold it. Exactly what I paid for it. Wow! So see, I was already negotiating. In you the were, business. yeah. There you go.
0: Wheeler dealer, very very cool. You know, my guest, uh, <laughs> my guest last Friday was the author Gar Stein, who wrote the book The Art of Racing in oh, the I Rain, love him. and he yes. talked about he still has it to this day. I've seen the car. It's a uh, Alfa Romeo that is in an eggplant color, but in Italian, that's fungio. Ooh. Fungio is the word Biongio, for it. Yeah, yes. yeah, for that ah. color. So very nice color, fantastic, very nice. rich. <laughs> yeah, cool yes. MG. Yeah, And my dad had an. MGTC when I was a little, little boy, four four or five years old. I remember riding in that car. And so, uh, yeah, MGs are fun for sure. Well, Let's talk about today. I know you've got some pretty cool things going on. You're not a lady that sits back with your feet up and retires. I think you're just a go-getter. You're always doing something. And I know, aside from this great book, which I'm going to make sure that uh, I do everything I can to get this book into the hands of uh, women around the the world, for that matter, but at least in the United States, Aww. A Woman's Guide to Buying Cars with Confidence and Street Smarts. And the cover has a beautiful pair of red high heels on it with uh, some car keys there, which is pretty cool. But on top of the book that you wrote a while ago, what What are you doing right now that has you really excited and fired up?
2: Well,
1: thank you for asking that. I decided that you know after writing the book, the book was never really designed that oh I'm going to put this on Amazon or I'm going to sell this book and you know I'm an author. The book was written, I believe, to help women Mm -hmm. to really to, to help women, also to bring an awareness to auto dealers. And manufacturers. The purpose was not only do I list the uh, the buying power of women, and then I tell my story of how I started buying cars with my dad at age ten. Then I go on to the basics, how to buy a vehicle. And but the at end of every chapter mark, I say if I owned a dealership, and that's all my years of experience that and what women, all my research and what women have said to me over the years and what they want, etc. Manufacturers know that. Dealers know that there's probably a little bit of training out there or some seminars on, on how to sell to women. I, I think it's more like how to, you know, how to have women buy from you, not so much sell to them. So what started to happen was that um, some dealers and manufacturers ordered the book and they took one or two of my ideas and started implementing it. But I felt that I had a clear vision of how this would work in a dealership. So I developed a her certified studio, which is basically a you know a ten by ten exhibit, mm-hmm. and it would be inside like a franchise, inside an already established dealership. And my first one is a, a Lexus dealership here in Arizona. Yes. And so they already have a great customer service thought process, mm-hmm. but this would include I would actually ship to a dealer the furniture, the sales training. The books and the the you know the backdrops etc.
2: Right.
1: They would have to have employed women in every aspect: sales, finance, and service. So there's there's a bit of qualifying that goes into it. Mm-hmm. Um, they become certified only after I have given my process a certification. I like to call it sales training: It's the psychology of men and women. Mm-hmm. So how you can have a woman buy from you or not tips her off. You know, I have some really good pointers. So the response has been fantastic. And so, uh, Berkshire Hathaway owns many dealerships. And so therefore, uh, two of theirs already are certified here in Arizona and then an infinity dealership. So that is my big project right now. Yeah. And it's up and I'm, um, you know, I'll start doing some television, et cetera. And, uh, it, it's good. I think it's all good. And hopefully we get the point across. And women respond
0: well. You should be really proud of what you're doing. I saw your post on Facebook of that first. Do uh, you call it a kiosk or a stand? What's the right terminology?
1: You know, the reason I named it a studio is because that is how I look at it. It's boutique life. Yes. I didn't want it to be, you know, you know, her certified. Uh, is it a kiosk? I'm thinking you need about ten by ten, if not a bit a bit larger space. Mm-hmm. The Lexus dealership wanted to utilize. A larger portion of it towards it because they have a, a tremendous amount of women working in all positions there. Sure. So, yeah, uh, they they really gave it the attention. But my intent is, is it'll be basically a licensing or fractal franchise, kind of like Starbucks when right. they go into a grocery store. Ah, uh, Yes, that type of thing. So that's my goal now. We'll see what happens.
0: Wow. Well, I saw the, the post on Facebook, the studio. It looks so beautiful. Fantastic. And thank you. You know, I, you. I just want our listeners out there to, to think about what Kathy has done here. She's been in this industry for a long time. She's done so many different things, but what you've done is done is niche down to a category that is helping women and helping dealerships and helping men to understand a better way to communicate because we need that kind of help us guys. We really do. So that's
1: so funny. <laughs> that is so fun. And you know, I was surprised and I wasn't surprised that after going through the certification, the men were, they were like, Kathy, this information is so important we know now that we shake hands with the woman and you know we look in the woman's eyes you know the basics are there right but when i explained how a woman's brain works it's not being left or right brain mark it's the men are from mars women from venus type of behavior understanding psychologically they were thrilled and i've had men come to me later they would say it in front of them they said you know what I am a better listener. My wife is impressed. <laughs> you know, my girlfriend said, whoa, yeah. what did you
0: do today? Yeah, who did you so, talk to? Hey,
1: maybe I'm <laughs> helping. The whole dating scene.
0: Well, you I are. The- There's a whole other niche for you. You can move off into that sidetrack as there well. So, yeah, I can see it for sure. Very nice. Well, congratulations for this new venture Thank of you. yours. I wish you the best Thank of success. You. Yeah, it's just absolutely Thank brilliant you. idea for sure. Thank you. Well, here's a very introspective question for you, Kathy. If you were a car, what kind of car would Kathy be and why? Oh, gosh.
1: Well, you know what? That This is good. An Aston Martin. And I'm going to say... You know, the DB6. Oh, yeah. It's not just because I'm a big James Bond person, but I'm kind of looking back and I'm thinking, you know, I like that MG. I kind of like British vehicles. I think that that Aston Martin, probably almost anyone, is just absolutely gorgeous. I like a sexy car. I like a car that's almost... But I, I don't know. I like curves. You know, maybe it's, it's being a woman. Maybe it's high heels. I don't know, but I do <laughs> like a sexy looking car. Yeah. And, um, uh. I certainly wouldn't mind any one of those James Bond characters in there with me. But yeah. <laughs> so that's my answer. And you know, I like I, it. You know, that Drew Alcazar who, you know, who owns Russo and Steel. Yes. Um, he had one in his collection and he did let me drive it for a, half a block. Uh, he nice. let me use it in a photo shoot. So that was about nice. as close as I got.
0: Well, those are wonderful cars, very beautifully designed cars. Drew's been a guest here on Cars Yeah, so he's a great guy. and uh, great guy. Nice of him to loan you that car. So very cool, nice answer. I appreciate you putting some thought to that. Well, Kathy, up next is the last lap. But before we put the pedal to the metal, let's say thank you to today's Cars Yeah sponsors. What's the worst thing for your car's interior? No, it's not that milkshake the kid spilled in the back seat. It's the sun. Harmful UV rays cook your automobile's interior hour after hour when it's parked outside, even on a cloudy day. What's the solution? Covercraft sunscreens. They protect your dash, seats, and interior finishes from those damaging UV rays, while keeping the interior temperature tolerable, even on the hottest summer days. No more painfully sizzling seats and steering wheels for you. They unfold quickly and easily install, stay where you put them, and are custom pattern for an exact fit. The foam core acts as a cooling insulator, and you can get yours in different colors and finishes. And they even fold up easily and store under your seat or on the floor. I've used Covercraft sunscreens for years, and they are a fast and easy solution that protect my beloved cars when they're not in the garage. Learn more and order yours at Covercraft.com. Want to protect your entire vehicle? Get a car cover from Covercraft. They have those too. That's Covercraft.com. And tell them Mark sent you. Are you looking for a way to get your products or services into the ears of thousands of automotive enthusiasts around the globe? I can help. This is Mark Green here at Cars Yeah, and I'd be honored to be an influencer and ambassador for your brand in a unique and personal way. Five days a week, thousands of subscribers and listeners enjoy the Cars Yeah! podcast and website. Contact me today and I'll show you how at mark at com or connect with me through the Cars yeah! website at carsyeah.com. If you own collector cars and still have a little bit of money left over, congratulations. You're ahead of most people, but what should you do with the money you don't spend on cars? Talk to Chris Kimball, Certified Financial Planner Practitioner. Okay, Kathy, we are back and we're entering the last lap, and this is where I fire off a series of questions, and I'm going to ask you to give our listeners some very quick blips of the throttle answers. So here we go. What's the best automotive advice you've ever received?
1: You know what? That would be for my mother. She uh, told me, be a role model for women,
0: help Mm. them buy,
1: sell, and stand up for themselves, and most important, practice what you preach.
0: Ah, nice, nice lessons for sure. Thank you, Mom. Would you share one of your personal habits you believe has helped contribute to your success over the years?
1: You know what? I think it's from Girl Scouts. I believe I am a good leader. I can spot talent. Um, I can delegate. I can inspire. Do you want to know um, what
0: I can't do? <laughs> well, sure. It's always good <laughs> to know what your weaknesses are, where you, where you need to improve.
1: I have to be honest. I can promote everyone. And I can actually find investor money for everyone. For me, it's always hard hard to ask for money, and so I would say that is one of my weaknesses, and probably why I continue to work so hard and, and do it myself, and yes. you know, use my own funds, etc. But um, I love people. So the opportunity for me to get out and talk to different people from all walks of life, I just love that. So there you go. Yeah. My strengths and weaknesses, all in one.
0: Well, I appreciate you sharing those. I think a part of that comes from you being a humble person. But I will tell you that you have value, and value should be rewarded with payment, that's just the way the business world is. So uh, yeah, you go out there, girl. Right. Don't worry about it. Okay, it's okay. okay. But but okay. I understand. I have the same. I have the same thing. So whenever I'm tar- okay. trying to get sponsorships here at Cars, yeah, it's hard for me to to do that. But if you think about, you are actually giving something of value, and that value is worth something in return. So that's a nice way to think about it. Whenever don't you don't think of, don't think of it as asking for money. You're exchanging services for goods, goods for services. So. There's my little Thank tip you. for you today. Good You're advice. welcome. Thank
2: you, Mark. Ah,
0: Well, the doctor's in here today at Cars yeah, so Good. we're always here to help. <laughs> Do you have a resource <laughs> that you really like that you think that our Cars yeah listeners would enjoy?
1: Yeah. Well, I think that automotive news. That's my best reference. And I think that if you want to know what's going on in the automotive industry and with dealerships and what's new in technology, it's a great source.
0: Absolutely. We'll make sure we put that link on your show notes page here at Cars Yeah on the website. Now, if you could have a drink with anyone in the automotive field or industry, living or deceased, who would it be?
1: The Iacocca. I didn't even Ah. have to think on that.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that'd be a, that'd be one heck of a drink, wouldn't it?
1: I just, he has always been one of the, I mean, even from a young girl. See, this is crazy. You're just trying to bring out stuff to me I didn't even realize. Good. You know, when other people were saying they wanted to be with Rick Nelson, I was saying <laughs> Lee Coca. Okay, there's
2: something wrong.
0: <laughs> no, no. You're a car gal. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. All now, right. how about a book? Obviously, other than this great book that you wrote, A Women's Guide to Buying Cars, and I'm going to let our listeners know, Kathy's been so kind that we're going to give a book away today to a very fortunate Cars yeah! subscriber, so make sure you go to the Cars yeah! website, click on the free book button, I'll send you my filler-up book, and we'll ship you off a copy of this book for you to read as a man, if you're a man, or to share with a lady in your life, or if you're a lady listening. So uh, thank you very much for that, Kathy. So as far as another book you would refer us to that you really enjoyed, what would that be?
1: You know what? I just finished reading The Barefoot Spirit by Michael Houlihan and Bonnie Harvey. They were the couple that founded Barefoot Wines. And their story is about how they were a 20 year overnight success.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: So it's, a, it's an interesting book. It puts things into perspective. You know, I hope, <laughs> I hope I'm not doing this for 20 years before I become a success, but <laughs> I think it's, it's a great business book, fun book. I recommend it.
0: Yeah, absolutely fantastic. And I've heard this so many times. The the concept of an overnight success is really not real. When you see successful people, they have worked very hard for a long time, sometimes 20 years or more to get to where they need to be. It just seems like they're an overnight success. Right. Great reference, and I believe that's the first time that book has, has been recommended here. And I'll remind our listeners, there is a great resource on the Cars yeah website called Guest Recommended Books, where this book and the past 774 guest recommendations are listed. I made it really easy. You just go there, click to buy, shoot you right over to Amazon. Makes it real fast and easy, so check it out. And you'll find all these great resources Kathy has shared on her show notes page on the Cars yeah website. Just go to CarsYow.com slash Kathy Droz her last name is spelled D R O Z and uh if you're in Spain that's Droz so uh <laughs> we'll say it right. All right, we are up to the checkered flag and Kathy this last question could be a real doozy. I'm going to buy you any car in the world today. Any car that you'd like, but you got to drive it, you got to have fun with it. You can't sell it to buy a bunch of other toys with that little tricks off the table since you're a wheeler dealer. So, I've <laughs> thought of everything here. But money is no object. I'm getting the big checkbook out today. So what would that car be? And more importantly, why?
1: Is it okay if it's it's old? Can it be vintage? Of course, it
0: can be vintage. It can be a race car. It can be brand new. It's just going to be something I want you to enjoy.
1: Well, this probably is not what your guests would typically answer. Because, you know, I do go to Barrett-Jackson. I see things come across that are just beautiful. But if I had... The money I would get myself a vintage station wagon. You know, pack my family, my my grandkids in it, and go down the old Route 66 and show them what the USA is all about. And wow, yeah, I I don't need a Bugatti. I don't need no just something that um, it's cool the way it used to be. Yeah. Are you buying me one, Mark?
0: Of course I am. Yeah, I'm buying it? you whatever you want. So, uh, <laughs> okay, yeah, most definitely. You. So, you're welcome. Now, do you have a specific mark in mind? Do you like old Pontiacs, uh, old Buicks? Uh...
1: Well, you know what, Mark? I like the one where the back, back seat is reversed so that the kids can look out the back window. Oh, uh, yeah. So it's facing
2: <laughs> out.
0: Well, I, you know, I was trying to remember we had an Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser station wagon, and I don't remember if the seats, if they faced each other, because some of the, those back seats faced each other. Oh, some, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, okay. some of them faced straight back. Because
1: my brother had one, and I remember when we first came out to Arizona, he had that, used it as a spare vehicle, and oh my gosh, we, we just had a ball.
0: Well, I will find you a cool old vintage car. I know there's several marks that used to make those rear-facing seats for the station wagon. So I'm going to go out and do a little shopping for you and make sure I get you the right car, something really cool that kind of fits your your taste and your quality and who you are. So uh, it'll be a fun little venture and then we'll get it back to you and it sounds like a wonderful journey to take your family and grandchildren across the country on Route 66. What a nice thought. <laughs> That's absolutely <Thanks> fantastic. <laughs> You're welcome. Well, Kathy, you have taken us on an awesome ride today. I knew you would. And I've so Enjoyed your stories, and I want to thank you for sharing your automotive journey and your life with the CarGal listeners and with me today. Could you offer us one parting piece of wisdom or guidance before you head off down Route 66 in that vintage station wagon?
1: <laughs> well, be- thank you. Well, besides the old uh, never give up, which I think has been overused, I-, I do have a final business advice that was given to me that I think changed the way that I did business. And a gentleman wow. in the radio industry said to me, Stop trying to engage people in what you believe they need. Find out what the industry needs, take your knowledge and experience and develop what the business needs. And that I believe is what I did. As I found out that they needed, you know, for women to uh, buy more cars, improve their CSI, and women need to be treated properly. So uh, with that said, I decided that, uh, I was going to develop something they needed rather than me shoving something down their throat that maybe they didn't need.
0: Words of wisdom from a very smart lady. Very, very nice. And what's the best way for our listeners to learn more about you, follow along with what you're doing? And aside from one lucky subscriber winning a copy of this book here on Cars Jack, get their hands on your book.
1: Well, my book is on Amazon, and it's got a, a very interesting little trailer on there as well. But um, my website, hercertified.com. Mm-hmm. You know, Mark, I'm always there. Uh, they can get a hold of me at Kathy at com. I'm happy to hear from anyone. I'll help you buy a car. I'll be happy to talk to you. So all of that's great. And and thank you, Mark. What a wonderful opportunity. It's really an honor to be interviewed by you and on your show.
0: Well, thank you. It's been my pleasure. And I'll remind our listeners again, you can find links to everything Kathy shared on her show notes page at com. Just type Kathy or Kathy Droz D-R-O-Z, in the search bar. Check out her website. It's full of all sorts of great information, not only for women, but for men too. Car buyers, all sorts of great things. And again, one lucky Cars Yeah subscriber is gonna get a copy of this awesome book. I will mail it to you. Just go to the Cars Yeah website, click on the free book button, and you'll get my free ebook, Filler Up, and your name will be in the hat and we'll give a copy away. Compliments of Kathy. Kathy, thanks for being so generous today with your time and expertise and for sharing your wonderful experiences with the Cars Yale listeners. Until we talk again, I'll see you down the road.
1: Thanks, Mark. It was a pleasure. And uh, I hope to meet you in person really soon.
0: This has been great fun. Take care. What's every automotive enthusiast dream to design and build that perfect garage? My friends at Metron Garage are a group of creative talents